0: Block Talk Radio.
1: Well, hello, this is Renetta here at Block at Word Alive on BlocktalkRadio.com. And I am joined with our co-host Ella. How are you tonight, Ella?
0: I am blessed. I am blessed. Good to hear your voice.
1: Amen. You too as well. We want to welcome all of you and thank you so much for joining us here at Word Alive. We're not going to delay. We have a. We're very excited about uh, the message tonight, and Ella is going to be talking to us tonight. So we're going to just give it right to her, and I'll come back at the end. Go ahead, Ella.
0: All righty,
1: you, radio audience. it's such a
0: joy and a delight for the presence of God to be in our midst. Can't you just feel the 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 flow of His love for us? Because we're talking. Yes. Uh how we love God and how that love impacts our ability to make the necessary changes and uh and we're just gonna jump into this the scriptures about change. We talked a little bit about it last week when uh, we talked about how the minds of the hum humanity how in our mind there's a battle going on in our mind. And because of that, uh, we find the love of God being so, so very important because because His love is so rich toward us, it causes us to do things that we would not do. It causes us to to forgive. Mm-hmm. It causes To let go It causes us to Hunger and thirst after the righteousness Of God It's that love that arrests our heart And our mind and our soul And we're going to We're going to take this a little further tonight Uh, We're going to talk about A couple of the old patriots And uh, How Mind affects The the evil, the enemy, comes into our minds and interrupts our love for God. That, mm, mm, mm. that harvest of goodness that God has called us to discover, that we didn't even know about how precious his love was. But because his loving time has drawn him to us, us to him, we come to to experience this love, this amazing love that uh, allows us the opportunity to invite him in, and then I invite him in. To talk.
1: You're drifting away.
0: Pardon? Oh, okay. A, I got to get. Yeah, me. you're drifting away. Let me hurry up before it. Dies out. I forgot to plug it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Am I back? Yes. <laughs> can you hear me?
1: Yes, I can hear yep. you now. Oh, okay. Oh,
0: sorry about that. I forgot to recharge my phone. Oh. in In our experience tonight, I want you to anticipate and expect a clarity of the intimacy between us and God. I, I want. My heart is so charged with this encounter and to be able to absolutely, like, put your finger on it. Uh, I was telling a friend's story that. At one point uh I had a very dear friend and uh he was jealous and he lived in Missouri somewhere and had the nerve to be jealous. And I was I wasn't at home and he called and he said to me, he said, Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take what you say. He said, But one of these days when I put my finger on your nose, you gonna know you caught Uh, (laughs) And and the delight In that was God is So patient and tolerant With us He put up with us and our little stuff That we think he don't know nothing about And How we choose To I gotta plug this up again. I'm sorry. Okay. How we choose to measure how much we love God with how we feel.
1: Wow. And,
0: and uh, it's not so much of measuring how much, I'm trying to grasp how much God loves us, but how we feel about our. Our righteousness, our our activities, our interaction with God—not His with us, but ours with Him—and as we calculate that, we go and we assess in our minds who is the most dominant presence in this relationship, who's the most dominant? Is it what we think about how righteous we are? Is it how we we believe that because I'm saved and I'm going on to heaven that we've got an upper hand as to what we're doing in this, this experience of salvation? Is it our righteousness, our holiness that causes us to be able to set and and take a back seat and assess how much holier we are than other people? Hmm. We see how that uh We don't do this and we don't do that and we don't, you know, we ain't like this one over here, we ain't like that one. But it is, remember now, the scripture says with his love and his kindness did he draw us. It wasn't us being so righteous, but it was his love that covered our mind. It caused us to be aware of the righteousness, the holiness, the love, the, the government of God in our lives and in our activities, in our assessment of what is this walk with him. And so we, as we are about in this journey that many People that are Christians today, that we're experiencing a new anticipation, God doing something very awesome and miraculous in the earth today. Many Christians, there's a the Bible in the atmosphere where we're just getting excited about what God's about to do. And yes. many times we get off base because we think about what we're going to do in this whole move of God. But it is being able to, oh, just allow, allow his love, his love to to own us, his uh, his love to cause us to sit at his feet like the disciples did. It -hmm. causes us to be open. It causes us to look at how... We've gone through great trials. Look at how we've, we've, we've felt, fought many battles in our mind. We've fought many challenges in our family. We've fought challenges in our churches. We've fought challenges in our finances, in relationships. There have been many battles, but these battles are for our good. That causes us to know that God's got us. I remember Amen. This, man, this this young man, uh, I I we were all whatever particular time this was, there was a lot of folks living in this one house, okay? And uh I was telling him about picking up after himself. And uh he looked up at me, he said, Bazella, don't worry. I got you. I got you. I said to myself, mm-hmm. Lord, that's how we think about God sometimes. Yeah. Lord, I got you. I got this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take care mm-hmm. of that. I I see things are, are rough around the edge, but, but I got it, Lord. I got it. I got it. It's because our mind is being in the battlefield think that we are more holier. We are more righteous. Mm-hmm. Out of all of the struggles, Sister Renetta sent me a, a a video and this man of God was talking about the various stages in our relationship with God, the hardness that we go through, the, the trials and the tribulations. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're just... Another step, you know. when we we have confidence. It's like all oh, my kids are grown now. So wow, Lord, thank you. I thank you that, you know, I don't have to worry about buying school clothes. I don't have to worry about, you know, this and that and all the things that you do as parents as your children are growing up. But they now are doing that for their children. Mm-hmm. See it's, Thing that we're going through with God, we mm. we never get done because when I look at my <laughs> daughters and, and, and sons struggling with their children, my heart is still with them, and, and I do what I do. I just reach in and give them this, pass them that, pass them the because you never get finished being a parent. Yeah. And. Good. We can't just walk away from this bond that God has created. all oh, with them children Hallelujah. came out, of death, there was a bond birth there. And no matter what it took, you do whatever is necessary because of that bond, that, that promise that God gave you, that gift that God gave you, that challenge that God gave us. And in that mm-hmm. challenge, Find deep seated ability that we have yeah. no idea is in there. Hallelujah. Somebody, somebody would have said that you're gonna be able to go through this and you're gonna be able to go through that and you're gonna be be able to handle that hardship and when your family is just dying, boom, 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 and You're going to be able to handle it, and you're going to step up and be the matriarch that you need to be, not only for your own children, but for the rest of our parents' children and the next generation and the next generation. We're going to do whatever God puts on our heart to do because that battlefield in the mind, when we love him, we will go beyond. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. We just say, God, give me strength. Show me how. Teach me how. That's right. Amen. As as his love constrains us, good God Almighty, my Mm -hmm. Lord, my Lord. It causes us to do what we don't want to do. It causes us to go beyond. Yes. And uh, Go beyond the limitations
1: we have set for ourselves, Ella. Amen. You hear me? Yeah. Uh It causes us to go beyond the limitations that we, we, we have set for ourselves.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, because I can remember saying, I'll be glad when the last child of mine is (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God, mighty God. It don't work like that. They're mm-hmm. always on your heart. My little great-grandbaby yes. has been here in the last couple months, and uh, my my heart bleeds because my children are working, so they don't have the time to, to yes. spend with us. Like they talked about how life was when their uncles and their Aunt Lucy was around how their life was. I didn't have to be there all the time. I was able, that enabled me to go out there and work two jobs while I'm providing for them. Because those, God put those people in their lives. And I look at where my grandchildren, great-grandchildren are. They don't have the aunties and uncles anymore around them. Life has showed us some real challenges that that the world has not seen before. Mm-hmm. Families aren't like they used to. And mm-hmm. God gets us prepared to do above and beyond mm-hmm. how it was when we were growing up. There were right. three generations in the house, everybody doing this and doing that and taking care of, but today, folks are so challenged to even have relationships with their siblings that is civil, that love bond that, that we grew up with. The battlefield in the mind its always looking out for what's in it for me or <clears throat> I did more than they did keep intact, there is a righteousness, there is a a revelation of the holiness of God, his purpose for humanity in the earth, that we are going to come to see it with our eyes. We're going to sink our teeth into it because God is loving us so much that we are beginning we will come to be able to bleed when he bleeds, care when he yes, bleeds, yes, hand is outstretched, make a difference, love make thy neighbor self. it is the purpose of God for you and I. we are his hands in the earth, we are the one that's going to love beyond what we're able to even imagine in this society because everybody is so busy and, and so centered on their own task and thinking of who is who's trying to get me and who's trying to get over on me. But there is a love, that love, that is so rich and it is so pure and it is so captivating, it absolutely owns our heart. And when the evil thoughts come into our mind, it gives us the capacity that we can just forgive them. We can just look at them and feel the pity. We feel the life of God. God, that's so sad that they have to think like that. Look at what they're losing. They're they're not being able to embody themselves with caring for their neighbor. And what evil that they're putting on their neighbor, they're just giving the enemy an open door to walk in the house and just do whatever because of the mind of the human being that is not drenched in the blood is not saturated in craving for that love that God created us to draw from the love that Jesus came and demonstrated. That the brethren that walked with him, the sisters that served him, committed themselves to to the amazing task. That we are on the verge of doing, brothers and sisters, in Christ. We are on the verge. God is bringing us to a pinnacle. It's like we're standing on the edge looking down at what God is going to fix in this twisted and deviant world that we live in where the enemy is causing us to go at each other divide families divide neighbors divide cities communities but we there is a plan before we were born for you and I Amen. every day applies. whether we are aware of it or not that plan is is, is churning is turning it's either causing us to fight against it, because of the enemy that there's an enemy in the battlefield of our mind that doesn't want us to receive that love from God. It doesn't want us to stand up and take our authority. We have authority in the earth, mighty Amen. God. We have been given weapons of warfare that are. Yeah. Powerful. and being mindful that we matter. We are created to make a difference. And as we look at these scriptures and how the, uh, the scripture explained that before regeneration, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ is the lightness of God. Second Corinthians 4 and 4. This verse concurs with what the other verses have quoted and saying by declaring here that Satan holds on man's mind by making it blind, we get blind it not in our eyes, but it's in our heart it's in our mind we get we make choices that imprisons us. I look at the young men that are in prison. I used to be go to the prison and visit the young men and old men. It broke my heart because they had lost that togetherness. They had lost the community They lost the family t- togetherness. They lost the bond between husband and wife. They lost the battlefield and the mind had taken over because Satan had said, there is more that belong to you and you go get it. Go get it. It's yours. <laughs> and God has said, Be patient Go through these trials Go through these toils It's okay You're going to be okay You need these Because they're going to make you strong They're going to teach you how to make good decisions They're going to teach you how to love your children They're going to teach you how to love one another And, And no matter what other people are doing That's none of your business It is your business to love And to give God Living on the inside.
1: Hallelujah.
0: That's who we are. We are precious jewels in the hand of the great Almighty. And it's His delight, the loving kindness, to pour Himself through us. Just seeing the people walking down the street and give them a smile. Let that kindness flow. Praise. Pray for those situations, those circumstances. Instead of saying, oh, my God, look how awful that is. Amen. To become strong in the Lord and in the power of his life. We can grab a whole truth of the gospel. That's, that's who we are. That's who you and I are. No matter how young we are in the Lord, no matter how many mistakes that we've learned, we are property. And because we're God's property, he's wow. molded and we're going through hardships. We're going through all kinds of things because God has a plan for you and I. And as, glory to God. Glory to God. We become small that he be great. We decrease that he might increase. Just as you think about, what is this world going to do if you don't do what God has created you to do? Mm, mm, mm. Help us, Lord. That's part of the world, the families, the neighbors. It doesn't matter our race. It doesn't matter our profession, our education. It doesn't matter. It's designed specifically for you and I. We have something so precious that the devil can't take. He wants to with everything that's in him. But because of his loving kindness that keeps drawing us, we can't turn around on him. We have to do what we have to do because we've been chosen. We've been chosen. And when the outpouring of the gracious gifts of God begin to knock at your door and the treasures that he has set aside just for you, It's going to blow your mind. Be faithful. Be dedicated. Love with all the ability that you've got. Just love. And ask God to show me how to love like you love. Just teach me how. I don't know. I do the best I can, but I want the more of you. I want you to mold me and shape me. Teach me after your will. And so we're learning because of love. Sister what, what is our topic?
1: Progressing in God takes change. Yes. And then that that change, the loving him. Loving him.
0: There's yes. on this earth that love for him that makes the change easy. It yes, makes it possible, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, because, because of God's you...
1: love. It, yes, go ahead because of God's love toward us. Number one, it, it causes us to think that maybe it is possible that I can change if He would love me in the shape that I am. And the thing you have to understand is you don't have to change to get God to love you now. He already loves you. No matter what shape you're in, no matter what condition you're in, no matter what you did last night, no matter what you did this morning, no matter what you did last year, God loves you. And when we really, she's talking about Uh, Having a clarity of the intimacy between us and God, when we really get the revelation, when the light bulb comes on, that God loves you. He loves you unconditionally. It's not a condition that you must meet to earn his love. He just plain loves you. When you really come to understand what that really means, it does something to you, and it causes you first to hope. That change is possible. It causes the drug addict to believe maybe if he loves me, maybe my life can be different. And then when you open up and you really believe it and grab it and you allow that love to just submerge you and you begin to spend time with God and that revelation of love gets revealed to you more and more because when you spend time with God, you're relating with him. You're communing with him. He's communing back. Something is taking place in your life. Every time you go into his presence, you change a little bit more, well, even if you don't see it right away. One day you're turning around and you look back and you say, "Man, that's not me anymore." It's all <laughs> of those instances that you've had with him, all of those intimate moments that you've had with him. You're 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 discarding part of you and gaining part of him. Yeah. And when you walk out of his, every time you walk out of God's that intimate time with God in his presence, you are more like him and and less like the carnal you. And you begin to change. That love compels you. It draws you into him. And when I say it draws you into him, it draws you into who he is. And when you get drawn into who God is, you find you in there. You find who you are. The true intimacy with God is finding you in him. Hallelujah. And then you want whatever he wants because you fall madly in love with him. And when you fall in love, when you fall in love with your mate, your boyfriend, or whoever you're in love with, if you've ever known love in the natural, when you first fall in love, you're filled with so much I don't even know what you call it. So much infatuation and feelings and emotions that you will do anything for that person. You want that person to like you. You want them to love you. You want them to be pleased with all of your actions. When you start falling in love with God, it's the same. You begin to develop a desire to live a life that is ever pleasing to him.
0: Oh, and yeah, God yeah, yeah.
1: desires to give to you and to bless you and to please you. He wants to please you. He wants you to be. He wants your life to be filled with His goodness. He wants the, every promise He's given to you to be. He wants to fulfill them to you. Glory, okay. Hallelujah! He wants to take care of you. He wants to provide for you. He wants to be your father. Hallelujah. God. This is the clarity that comes out of intimacy between you and God and we are out of time and I gotta let you go. Come back next week. We came on earlier this week because I was oh, supposed to be getting out of here. I got a meeting to go to tonight, but we love you. We love what God is doing and we just believe that he has a word for you. Come back next week at 6.30 and bring a friend. Please invite a friend to listen to this message. They can listen to it in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash word of lie. God bless you all. God night.
0: God night.